Time for another clap. Fix the Twitter. <laughs> now let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the only podcast that matters. I'm Jacob. I'm Tommy. I'm Jackson. And we're your local Star Wars nerds. So, I say we get right into it. Let's talk about The Bad Batch. Newest episode came out yesterday. What do you guys think of it? The newest episode of The Bad Batch makes me feel lots of feelings inside. Mm -hmm. I'm confused. I'm alone. And I don't know what's going on. And Hauser's probably dead. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's just start right at the beginning. Um, When Rampart is addressing the people of Ryloth, Mm-hmm. He's really actually making it sound like Orn Freetaw's not dead. Mm-hmm. He's acting like he didn't get domed. It's like he's making a speedy recovery, also Orn Freetaw. Well, <laughs> well, the people probably know that he got shot because they arrested Champs and Dula on the whole charges of like attempted assassination of Orn Freetaw. But it's like he definitely has to be alive, and the fact that he's making speedy recovery will probably enforce the fact that he'll go back in control of Ryloth, obviously, as being rampart's puppet but then that doesn't retcon the whole novel because the big complaint of last week is the novel's retcon what's star wars canon what's not canon what what novel even is it i don't know i don't know but i just i remember seeing it but we only don't know the novel because i don't read the books we read we read the books. jacob and i read i read thrawn that's it because that's all I have time Well, that's for. the only one that matters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, like, dude, he got domed. I don't know oh, yeah. how he's alive. I um, don't know how he's thick alive. Thick skull. Thick skull. I mean, it's all, that, it's all that fat. <laughs> <laughs> but, no. I liked as the uh, episode progressed, the Bad Batch weren't just a cameo in the episode that they were actually more involved. I also find it funny that Omega just gave their comm channel to some random girl that she met for 15 minutes. I also liked the realism that Hunter was giving mm-hmm. Omega of we we can't just go guns blazing into an Imperial base. Like with that, Crosshair in it. Yeah, oh. dude. Crosshair. <laughs> crosshair with his Swiss cheese head. <laughs> uh, Got the bubble on the back. Yeah, dude. I mean it was it was nice to see like the real interaction there. It wasn't like, let's go save them. Alright, let's do it. And mm-hmm. you know, there was an actual conversation to be mm-hmm. had. Exactly. I feel like I was talking to my brother and my dad about this last night, but in my opinion, one of the biggest details that we get from the whole show is at the very end when um, Tech is talking to Hera, and then Hera goes back to her family. She's like, oh, Tech was teaching me how to scramble a ship's signature. That is literally the biggest detail, and so many people that I know missed it, because that is the whole reason for the ghost in Rebels because the ghost can scramble its signature repeatedly so that when it goes back to Lothal and other planets, Imperial scanners don't pick it up as the ghost. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just thought the whole episode was filler. Oh my gosh. Shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, if we watched Screen Rant like, to do um, Easter eggs and stuff, and... I uh, missed this one. You missed this one? I missed this there one. There was one part where it was like, I, I, felt, I felt like the biggest nerd, because I, I picked up on an Easter egg that he didn't, it was at one point Chopper's going past and he looks down an alleyway and he sees, it was like when they were in the refinement and he sees a, another droid being like scanned and it makes the exact same sound that the Lucasfilm trademark at the end of every uh, Clone Wars episode did. Like on Cartoon Network, it goes, or two would turn his head. It did that. I was like, hey, that's an Easter egg. And then when our production just, well, our production, screen me. I'm sorry. I, I have things to say about him later, but, um, well, there's a, as far as the screenwriting videos go, my father and I talk about it. He is way knowledgeable on Marvel. Oh, yeah. There are oh, some 100%. things that he misses in the Star Wars videos, but Marvel, forget it, dude. He gets every single detail in Marvel. Exactly. It's like, I need to watch the Marvel videos for him just because, I mean, the only thing that I understand about the MCU is just the movies. Like, we only read a couple comics, but nothing, like, major, but it's... I don't understand anything in the comics and how it ties in the movie, but he's always like, it's like this, and this, and this, and this. I'm like, buddy, like, all right. 1313 Marvel podcast? No. We'll probably do do one Marvel episode. Marvel special? Yeah, we'll get Peter on. The un-1313. Yeah, we have one of our friends, Peter. Shout out. Big Big Pete. Pete. Yeah, he knows everything about Marvel. I think he's read, like, pretty much every comic. Like, I'm being serious. Like, he's mm-hmm. probably read almost every Marvel comic ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll get him on one day. One day. He'll teach us. 
and we'll teach One him. Day. <laughs> um, but yeah, the ending of the episode is what has me confused. How so? Mm-hmm. I am so. I have so many questions in a good way. Mm-hmm. When Captain Hauser, first of all, I don't know why the Bad Batch didn't say anything to Captain Hauser about. Oh, you you are acting like you don't have an inhibitor chip. Mm-hmm. Tech definitely picked it up. He'll mention it. He'll be like, well, I thought it was obvious. <laughs> I thought it was obvious. So he's going to say at the end, after Captain Hauser gets domed, he's going to be like... Well, he's already been arrested, and he's probably yeah. going to get executed for treason since that's what falls under Order 66. Well, so here's where I'm at. It's like... So he goes and opens the door. I thought Crosshair was going to shoot him on the spot. Oh, because same. there is obviously a rivalry. I don't think Captain Hauser cares about the rivalry, but for Crosshair... Captain Hauser is a competitor, mm-hmm. and and Rampart is using Hauser as a competitor for for Crosshair mm-hmm. to get him to do his job the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, you know, when he opens the door, like I thought he was gonna get shot right away. Mm-hmm. But but then he didn't, and Crosshair was even like listening to him, like what what's going on, mm-hmm. and. Uh, mm-hmm. He uh, when he started talking to the clones, I thought honestly, I thought they were they were all gonna shoot him after yeah. he tried to get them to like calm down, but it, I think like half of them, mm-hmm. I want to say, put mm-hmm. down their weapons because the other important detail as well in that scene is clones throw down their weapons and their shields, but not every clone does mm-hmm. it. There's still clones that hold on. There's also the thing: there was no Jedi presence on Ryloth at the end of the Clone War, so they didn't have any reason to intercept the order 66 transmission true so but it just automatically snapped their control and for the empire yeah i thought they had to hear it <laughs> i feel like there are a lot of clones that are just going with the motions exactly yeah. you know, they're the soldiers thing. they are part of it uh, a military they are property of the galactic republic now the galactic empire mm-hmm. good soldiers follow orders they do and so it's like it's like you know i feel like there's a lot of clones that well, what else would I do? Mm-hmm. Well, what, exactly. what would I realistically do? Exactly. Because mm-hmm. that's all they have been, is just given orders and they just go through with them. And so, I mean, like, yeah, for if you're not turned by the chip and your buddies are, and you're just going through the motions, you're like, okay, I guess everybody gets it, but maybe why am I questioning it now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my father and I were talking last night. He said, he brought up a good point. Why doesn't Hauser have to take off his markings on his armor? Because... Pretty exactly. much every clone and every vehicle that we've seen has no longer has markings on their armor. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, Hauser is able to have his, well, you know, the shock trooper commander in the first episode had a pauldron. Yeah. But those are shock troopers. Those are like the emperor's like unit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I totally get what you mean because that's what I was thinking is why does Hauser have blue markings, but, or whatever color it is. Yeah. Just colorblind here. But... What does he have markings and nobody else does? Like, what? I mean, granted, the whole purpose of the Bad Batch as well was to show us how the clones just all became uniform yeah. under the chip. So they didn't really care about individuality anymore. True yeah. that. And, uh, I mean, it's just, I'm really interested to see where this goes because Rampart is a lot smarter than I thought he was. I thought he was just going to be, like, the dude that just kind of sat in the background and helped Tarkin get rid of the clone army. But what I'm seeing now is on top of that, he is running the Empire with Mm -hmm. the top people. So, like, it's interesting to see that as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. I guess another thing as well, specifically, is more so, it's starting to show us as well the... I feel like it highlights it better in the Thrawn books, but the whole Imperial army only fails because their officers are all out for their own self-interest as well so rampart's doing everything he can to make himself look good right now you Mm -hmm. know and that's why he doesn't care about the citizens right off he's like yeah yeah whatever makes me look good you know but yeah it's uh yeah we'll kill him (laughs) it it was it was filler stop tone it was every single time we're like we're not gonna do that and then every (laughs) single time we're all like it's filler. It's filler. <laughs> Guys, I think we're all ignoring like the biggest piece of Star Wars media to come out this week. The video of Tim Morrison going to the Balanesian Spa. <laughs> That's been out for like a I don't few care. Weeks, and then I don't care. I just I, saw this last I week. I just too. started getting flooded with all the memes and edits and it's so funny. I think it's hilarious. I've been out filming Book of Boba. My secret gem, my hometown. <laughs> Gets in the water. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
my triceps. Polynesian <laughs> spa. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, oh my god. But yeah, a really good episode. I'm excited to see the last four. There's only four left? Yeah. And, you know, there's yes. going to be season two. There has to be. I'm, I'm hopeful for one now. The one that I was talking... The thing I was talking about with my dad, we have not seen the Kaminoans for a couple episodes now. I feel like there is absolutely no way Dave Filoni could wrap up the Bad Batch in these last four episodes unless they were longer. But it's like, I don't feel like that's going to be the case. See, we're going to say this, and then we're going to be like, oh, it's time for the final episode, and it's going to be an hour and a half long. We're going to be like, uh-oh. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for it to be season two. And then everyone dies. Ah, yeah. stop saying <laughs> that. Everybody dies. Wow. Well, I have to see. I mean, I can't really say. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really excited for the next the next mm-hmm. coming episode, this mm-hmm. lovely Friday. Mm-hmm. And... Moving off of the Bad Batch, I know, I know I said that we wouldn't talk about Black Series in this episode, but Tommy has a story. No, oh, I, I'm, I don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about other things first. Because let's touch I, on other things. I don't want to ruin my morning yet. Okay. So let's not talk about... Can I make Ooh. a quick disclaimer? So on the podcast last time that we said we were definitely going to try to step back maybe a little bit from doing so much Black Series. But the problem is, is that there's so much Black Series news that comes out every week that we apologize. We're not trying to make the whole show, the 1313 podcast, all Black Series show. There's just so much that happened. We're going to touch on other stuff like Jacob said first, and then we're going to get into our terrible stories about Walmart. So, okay. I I guess that would be... Jackson's done politicking. (laughs) Okay, so... And other toy news. Something else really, really cool got announced this week. If I could, if I can, there we go. And Jacob's like, yeah, let me talk away from the mic. <laughs> hey, be quiet. So, the other day, Lego decided to finally unveil their UCS gunship, as you can see on screen here. I accidentally knocked over Obi Wan. We won't talk Gosh, about that. But it's Qui Gon. Oh, I just saw it on the screen. But no, so Lego unveiled the UCS gunship. It is over three thousand pieces. Um. It's $350, and it comes out August 1st. I'm very excited. This is an immediate buy. An immediate buy, This yeah. is going to sell out. I normally... I don't think the UCS sets normally sell out. They, no, they sell out, but Lego is not like Hasbro, and they restock their product. Mm-hmm. So... This is going to sell out probably in the first 30 minutes it's up. First 10 minutes. Is it... Oh, so Jackson and I were talking, because I'm not big on Lego, but, like, I'm getting this set. Mm-hmm. Um... Is it going to be an, a Lego store exclusive, or you can get it anywhere? You should be able to get it anywhere. So I can buy it on Amazon? Yes. Okay, when does Why it come out, you? Jacob? Uh, it comes out August 1st, and uh, Lego usually does their drops at <clears throat> midnight. So midnight of August 1st, you should be able to pick it up. What day of the week is that? Let's find out. Let's find out. I don't know. Everyone pulled up. August 1st is a Sunday. So Sheesh. August 1st, Sunday. Have your wallets ready to cry because it's three hundred fifty dollars. Speaking of wallets crying, <laughs> I I just pre-ordered last night the sideshow Hot Toys Boba Fett with throne, mm-hmm. a twelve-inch scale. Th- <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about because I was talking to my dad and I was like, "Guess what Tommy bought?" And then he's like, "Because uh, he thought you were talking about the boxes or like you bought the throne that we got." Yep, mm-hmm. I bought I bought the. Uh, the Boba Fett with the throne. I this was one of those things that I saw Hot Toys reveal it earlier in the week, mm-hmm. and immediately I was like, I need this <laughs> because there's been no merch of Boba Fett in his repainted armor as mm-hmm. of yet. I pre-ordered the Hasbro helmet for it mm-hmm. um, back in January, but that doesn't come out till January of 2022. Yeah, um, they're waiting for Book of Boba to come out for them to catch exactly. But mm-hmm. I ha- I love that look. It's my favorite look for Boba Fett. I like it more than the original trilogy, more than everything Whoa. else for Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And I like it more than child middle part Boba Fett, too. <laughs> but I just, oh my gosh. I, I saw it, and I was like, I need this. I don't care how much it is. And the nice thing about Sideshow is that they give you a payment plan option. Yes. Because mm-hmm. uh, their stuff is... A little bit pricey, it's a but a little, a little. You're getting what you pay for, in my opinion. Though. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely get what you pay for because they make phenomenal products. Mm-hmm. So we I, have one side show up here. It's the Commander Cody. That's yes. the, that's the only one that we have for our collection. Mm-hmm. And so uh, 
I just am so, so excited that I'm able to do that because realistically I, I wouldn't be able between the gunship and that I would not be able to mm-hmm. drop that much funds mm-hmm. on on Star Wars stuff so to know that I'm able to get it and my payment my, I did like my non-refundable deposit yesterday mm-hmm. and then to know that my first payment is not till May of 2022 mm-hmm. that's really good that's the other part though it doesn't come out till the end of 2022 yeah Yikes. Or a figure for a year away. Mm-hmm. But here's the nice thing about Sideshow. Their quality is great, but their customer service is hands down the best I've ever worked with when it comes to a figure. Because uh, the Cody that we got was meant to be a, a Christmas gift for my dad. And it was supposed to release in November. But then they started pushing it back. And it was pushing back into December. So one time I just... Because not only that, but they also like they were supposed to be doing a payment plan. And they took all the money in full immediately. So I was calling them about it. And they got the payment plan like working immediately. They refunded the money that they took. And then I asked them, I was like, do you have any idea like when this is coming out? Because like I, I was hoping to get this as like a Christmas gift for like my dad. And the, like the lady on the phone was just like, oh, I'll check my computer real quick. And she's like, okay, so this, this is unofficial, but they should be heading to warehouses on this date. And you should be getting, getting them shipped to you on this date. And I was like... Oh, so you actually know where your product is. A very competent company. So, mm-hmm. Hasbro. So, <laughs> uh, no. Sideshow is a wonder to work with. Mm-hmm. They are awesome. They make great products. Uh, shouts out Sideshow and Hot Toys. And thank God that you can actually speak to someone on the phone. Oh because my gosh, a lot yeah. of companies yeah. now, they want you to do like an online chat with someone. Yeah, or they I try to do that. an automated system with you. Mm-hmm. And I just want to talk to a person. Yeah, that's yeah. all I want because it's so much easier to do that mm-hmm. than it is. Oh, but then to... you have to pay somebody. Yeah, cost money. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Xbox wants you to do, and mm-hmm. that's anytime I've had an issue with Xbox, it's infuriating. You have to stop leaning back. You're literally just <laughs> nodding your fingers, or you have to scooch forward more. <laughs> this is going to be the thirteen thirteen podcast where I clean up the collection afterwards. <laughs> Welcome to the Avalanche podcast. Welcome to the thirteen thirteen podcast where Jackson cleans up after Jacob. So the thing as well that I want to touch on Sideshow as well that we talked about before is that a lot of people have gripes and stuff about like maybe details with a Black Series figure like this should have been done differently, this should have been better where it's like, well you're realistically paying for a $20 figure, if you really want the high quality you need to go with a Sideshow mm, well, because that's where it's going to be accurate. And for a $20 figure, the Black Series figures are extremely good. Oh, for yeah. being yeah. $20 a piece, mm-hmm. they are extremely good for being the scale that they are. Mm-hmm. 100%, I agree. Mm-hmm. Very cool, very nice. But yeah, but I don't know, did you have anything extra you wanted to add on the gunship? Because that was that was a big reveal. That was a huge thing. Um, there's nothing I can really say. There are a couple people that have it in hand right now on YouTube that are doing reviews of it. Oh! Thanks for reminding me. The minifigs. Oh my gosh, the minifigs. So when the... the I'm trying to get my thoughts together. The gunship was voted on by the fan base. There was a fight between the Nebula Class B freighter, uh, the gunship, and then one other ship. I can't, it was Darth Vader's TIE Fighter, I believe. And those were the options. And then when you voted for which set you wanted, you also got to vote for which minifigures you wanted. And outstandingly, people wanted to get Commander Cody... And they wanted to get Jedi Bob, which was in the first uh, gunship set. And Lego said no. They gave us a yellow clone, like, captain, and then Mace Windu. Commander. Commander? My bad. But, uh... (laughs) And the worst part was, is that what people were saying, can we at least get a pilot for the gunship? Because we've never gotten a clone pilot with an accurate, like, head sculpt before, or, like, helmet. Uh, and Lego basically in a short like thing they were saying, oh this doubles as a pilot. And we're like, no, no it doesn't. You're making us buy a three hundred fifty dollar set, and you're saying just pretend for this minifigure that it's a pilot. Just pretend. It's collectors like, are getting the set. Kids are not getting the set. Kids could pretend because they're gonna play with it. We are not. We put it on a stand and we're gonna be like, I love the set, but the minifigures. So it's like. <laughs> I don't know, Lego could have done a bit better on that, and I get it, it's supposed to be an episode 2 set, so that's why Cody couldn't fit in it, because Cody was not in the Battle of Geonosis. If I could quote something, have you ever been to Geonosis, Cody? I was not involved in the first assault on Geonosis, sir. That's the clip that we were sending throughout our group chat. Mm -hmm. So Cody was not in the Battle of Geonosis, so that's why he's not in the set, which makes sense, but... 
we still don't have a, like a phase two commander Cody minifigure and lots of people really want it. I think it'd be a really cool minifigure to get. I don't see it in the near future though. Like we were hoping to get it with the general Grievous starship, but they just gave us the, uh, airborne, the airborne trooper instead. So we were just kind of like, eh. Well, here's where I'm at is I, I read what like Lego was talking about, like their answers to questions about minifigs and, well, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And so, uh, I knocked over another figure, <laughs> but it was one of mine Whoa. on the table. Oh, it was my bad. Um, I, uh, I was reading about it and basically Lego was like, we don't want to do a minifigure that would be exclusive to a UCS set like this. We would mm -hmm. want to do minifigures that like have either recently come out in the past few years or like we're going to end up doing again. Because if you do like Jedi Bob Jedi Bob is never going to come out in anything official for mm -hmm. Star Wars. Yeah, but then again, it's just like, like that's Lego talking out the sides of their mouth because they say that they don't want to make minifigures exclusive, but there's only one set with Thrawn in it. There's only one set with Captain Rex Phase 2 in it. There's only one set with Phase 1 Commander Cody in it. They have no problem making minifigures exclusive. Granted, they're at a lower price point, but still, they've never made them again. So I don't understand. And plus, the... A-Wing set has an exclusive minifigure pilot. The other, like, UCS ship set that's not Millennium Falcon or the the uh, Star Destroyer that they did that I can't remember off the top of my head does have an exclusive minifigure as the pilot. So why not do it again? You've done it twice, Lego. You're just talking out the sides of your mouth. You're just like, we didn't want to spend more money. We did not want to spend more money <laughs> on this ex on this very big Jacob project. Said, now I'm mad. Angry. <laughs> it's clobbering time, Lego. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So, Lego, do better. Especially if your like, slogan is only the best is enough. Or Jacob, every single week. <laughs> just Please, only the best. Hey, bro, don't make your slogans like only the best is enough if you're going to give us beat crap for your minifigs. We just want a cool minifig, and I want... You better do a set with Phase 2 Rex in it next year. I swear. I got to Or Jacob Fiox is going to start a petition to end Lego. <laughs> I am the king, and we are going to war. <laughs> I mean, in all actuality, though, aside from the minifigures, the set looks amazing. Two mm -hmm. feet by two feet, bro. It is ginormous. I don't know where I'm going to put it. Me neither. But I'm getting but I'm, it. But I'm getting it, yeah. <laughs> I'm hanging it. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, man. Aside from that, though... I mean, the the set looks amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, but do you want to talk about the Imperial Cog misprint on the box? Oh yeah, on the on the box, the uh, the symbol that should be the Republic symbol is the Imperial symbol, and people are like, so why is that a thing? And Lego said, we're sorry. So they said that the first wave of the sets, yeah. because they already made the boxes mm -hmm. and packaged the sets, mm -hmm. are going to come with that Imperial Cog, and then everything after all the subsequent releases are mm -hmm. going to come with the Republic Cog. So I was telling Jackson at work yesterday. That okay, yeah, that's gonna be the one that's more money yeah. kept in box because it's a misprint. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, I don't really care because with me, when I get Legos, I immediately open them up and build them. Mm -hmm. I don't care much for the box. I keep the box. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't care much like, for it. I have all my boxes, and I the only set I've not I have one that I haven't opened is one of my five of first battle packs. I have four of them, three of them I open, and then one I have just in the box still. Just because I wanted to do an army builder. Sorry, the screen went down. But, um, there's... Oh, it's playing music. But, um, no, I wanted to do a little bit of an army builder, but I also just wanted to keep one in the box for just, like, a rainy day if I want to build it. Or if I have, like, a, a friend that, like, really wanted the set and were unable to get it when it came out. Like, they weren't into Lego, so I can just, like, either gift it to them or give it to them for, like, retail. I'm not trying to scalp it and then sell it for a billion dollars the next six years. It's called reselling, and it's a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I think that's all all I have for Lego for the for this for this episode. Yeah, I mean, so um, I I do want to talk about the Black Series, but again, okay. I don't want to talk about it until the very end. Yes. So I think that we should talk about something that the three of us have been working on. Yeah. Slowly but okay. surely. Sure, we can do that first then if you want. Yeah, so Jackson, do you want to sure thing. jump into it? Or? So, all three of us are trying to get into the 501st right now, and so we brought with us some helmets. Now, the ones that Jacob and I... Jacob, can you get the other one please as well to show? Yeah. Thank I you. I got it, I got it, I got it. Alright. So, the 
the ones that Jacob and I are holding are not 501st like helmets. They're not going to be for our costumes. These are helmets that we did. Uh, this is mine. This is Jacob's. That one is my father's. We did them as test helmets to like figure out because what we're doing is 3D printing our helmets where Tom's is the kind of original way to do it. Tom, do you want to talk about your helmet and the character you're yeah. doing? So for everybody that's just listening to the podcast, um, the 501st is a charity group organized by um, fans of Star Wars, so it's not like officially affiliated with Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. Um, they do all kinds of like charity events. It's it's completely like non-profit. Um, they do all kinds of cool stuff. Um, they do like parades. You'll see like... Um, costumers like at children's hospitals all that kind of stuff like make-a-wish events um schneider's hospital events all that kind of good stuff um they're a really awesome group and it's a great way for like star wars fans such as ourselves to really get involved with the community and volunteer and just do things to help those around us um so jackson has 3d printed the phase two um waxer helmet Mm -hmm. And that one is in the movie accurate style rather yes. than the cartoon mm-hmm. from the Clone Wars. All the all the helmets <laughs> that we've three D printed so far are in the original like Revenge of the Sith style, like yeah. for the live action. And then we also have I did a three thirty second like the Ahsoka Trooper because my main costume that I will be doing will be Captain Rex, and I think this will be a good counterpart to it, mm-hmm. just to have as a prop. And then our father he did a just a normal five hundred first helmet. Yeah, and then so mine is actually, it's just primed. It doesn't have any of the details on it yet, but I'm working on um, Commander Blitz. He is an ARC trooper from the Clone Wars, and so my helmet is in the animated style. Um, the The character is not a very prominent character. I think he has like three lines throughout the two episodes that he appears in. Um, but I just really like the obscure characters like that, so that's why I'm working on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh... My method of how I'm working on my my costume is um, the original way of doing it. So what you do is you somebody will cast all of the armor pieces mm-hmm. in one solid piece. Um, and then you buy the kit off of somebody. So you get the entire suit of armor, um, unpainted, just the raw armor, for a price. And then it's up to you to you know sand everything down, paint it put the suit together so you really kind of um it's a fun experience to really like build the armor and that's Mm -hmm. a big part of the 501st is you make your costume you don't just buy a costume and then i mean you could Mm -hmm. but the idea is that you work on it Mm -hmm. you put your um your efforts into it and then you get it approved by the 501st so um we are looking to make costumes to get approved by the 501st um so for me, this all came as one piece, but I know for you guys, mm-hmm. this is like the newer method that a lot of people are using for so, their costumes. So yes. what we use is we use 3D print files from Galactic Armory. You can find them online at his website, Galactic Armory. He has a bunch of STL files. You can buy the 3D printed pieces for these, so you can just make a helmet without a 3D printer. He all has them all like listed at reasonable prices. I don't have the prices on me right now. But we use Galactic Armory, and you should too. But um, so what this is, it's an amalgamation of three pieces. There's the front piece, the back piece, and then the top. What you have to do is you glue them all together, and then you use a metric ton of Bondo to fill in all your seams and all the print lines. You have to sand it all down till it's all smooth, not drop it on the concrete and watch it smash in front of you like it happened to me. <laughs> and then And then you have to paint it. So... Yeah. That's an interesting part, too, is because for my kit, because it's the original way, you don't have to really mess with Bondo almost at all and, like, mm-hmm. other sorts of um, materials like that. You really just have to do a lot of sanding and make sure everything's smooth because that's kind of a disadvantage of my method and an advantage of yours is, like, for you guys, you don't have to worry about as many imperfections in the armor as I do because mm-hmm. since mine's a cast... There are going to be tons of little imperfections, most of which you won't notice until you paint your first coat of primer on the armor. Mm -hmm. So it took me a long time to really sand every groove down and just make sure that everything is where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I like mine because it's got the articulated rangefinder that falls off. The rangefinder falls off. It doesn't do that in in real life. Yeah. The biggest thing I wanted to touch on, too, is that the fact that now that you could 3D print your suit for the 501st or even just, like 
armor in general or literally anything is huge because of the price point. Mm -hmm. So the cost for plastic most of the time is cheaper than doing it the original way that like Tommy's talking about. So now it's become way more accessible. And so with people like Galactic Armor who already have files that are already to the 501st standard, it's amazing. His stuff mm -hmm. is really good. You can find him on all, almost all social media platforms. Even as a TikTok. Yes, he does, where he posts his uh, progress and stuff. But he was the... He is an original into the CRL. He is the Coruscant Guard Officer from Battlefront 2. That was his costume that he got in for the 501st. I'd actually talk about mine really quick, but I'm trying to do Arc Trooper 5s, but in the realistic style, which hasn't been done yet, but there is source material, I'll put in quotations like that, because the only source material available for 5s is the Sideshow collectible figure. But mm -hmm. that counts, so that's what I'm going to go for. Mm -hmm. So if you plan on doing... Um, armor for the 501st. Um, my father's been a member for, I want to say, 15 years. And um, there's definitely some... Is that the dog? There's a dog that has just joined the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. There are two dog. dogs that yeah. have joined the podcast. Well, <laughs> the dogs have joined the podcast. We have dogs on set. We have dogs on set. What's the dog doing? Hey, what the, okay, <laughs> but no. So, what were you saying, Tom? So, um, there's, there are a couple things that you should take note of if you're doing, um, <laughs> I'm so, I wish that was on camera. I wish, I wish that that was on camera. So if you want to do, um, armor, uh, it is easier to do Clone Wars animated style armor than it is to do realistic armor. Mm -hmm. The reason being because... The Clone Wars armor has less pieces to it, less moving parts. Like, the kneecaps are connected to the shins, and the elbows are connected to the forearms. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot less to put together, so it makes it easier. And then additionally, because animated style armor isn't... Like, the characters themselves aren't proportionate to real-life humans, mm -hmm. um, the, you can have seams in the armor. So, like, your armor can, like, you can put Velcro in it, and you can just use Velcro to put your armor plates on, rather than having no seams at all, which is what mm -hmm. you have to do for the realistic armor. Mm -hmm. um, additionally, um, that, like Jackson was saying, to do something to get approved by the 501st, you have to have something that has been done by a product, by a company, mm -hmm. something that you can reference. You mm -hmm, can't exactly. just make something up and be in the 501st. You can make your own custom clone or custom costume or whatever, mm -hmm. it just can't get approved by the 501st because they have to have their own um, realistic uh, stuff going on. So. Mm -hmm. so for the Captain Rex, the only realistic... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> our, our, uh, our cameraman is... I'm sorry. ...under the it... set. <laughs> We have to do a quick context. Oh, so, okay, okay, for context, the dog's broken, and our dad is actually right here with us because we need him to zoom for when we talk about the Black Series. And so to avoid getting on camera, which you could have just walked in front of the camera, it would have been a big deal. He was bear crawling to the camera to get the dogs out of the room, and then he just bear crawled back to his seat. <laughs> it was literally all right here, but you can't see it because of the camera. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so... 501st, really hoping to get in. I'm really excited to finish my costume. Mm -hmm. Really excited to go to conventions and parades and all mm -hmm. kinds of events. Yep. So that is the helmet segment. That's, oh, yeah. the, that's the big thing that we wanted to talk about to try to divert from the Black Series. However, that was not possible. It is inevitable. Now let's... Let's, um... Let's talk. Have a chat. Do you want us to go first? Let's, um... About we just Let's hear the good news first. Okay. We got the figures. <laughs> we got the figures right there. Guys, That's we did Tommy's. it. We and got the new wave of the Black Series. Yes. Get a quick zoom. From Walmart. For seventeen eighty-eight a figure, which I'm not paying whatever the heck Pulse wants us to. I, um, in, in unrelated news, like, well, kind of related because it's the Black Series. Oh, um, yeah. Let's talk about the HasLab that got leaked. Uh, <laughs> has now been officially released yes. by StarWars.com. Yep, like the day after the slip-up. <laughs> so, 
So, unfortunately, for one of the Hasbro Star Wars team members, they were doing a live Q&A about just Black Series. Mm -hmm. And uh, he slipped and mentioned that Mm -hmm. the HasLab will indeed be a 6-inch scale Rancor. Mm -hmm. Which our dad actually called. He said it, because if it wasn't a vehicle, he said, watch it be a Rancor, and boom. Mm. Yeah, it was so funny, because on the stream, so yeah, we'll we'll be talking more about the Rancor, I mean, the Black Series product, for, er, uh, later in the future, and everybody in the, on, like, the live stream just, <laughs> just kind of sinks really in their seat, like, oh, That guy's no. never going to be on a live stream, and it I feel was, so bad for it him. It was two minutes into the live stream. Two minutes! <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Hey, maybe we'll get some better people on the on the Hasbro stream team. Get that one girl back that yes. had the whole Black Series and Vintage Collection lines yes. on the shelves behind her. Get mm. her back. She's interesting. Mm. She's involved. She like is out there too. She's she likes Star Wars. Star Wars, and everybody else is like, Welcome "Hey guys!" Back. Well, we'll they're reading short. off the teleprompter behind the camera. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey guys, I put some Star Wars figures in the background to convince you that I am also. We are excited. We are. Can you change the subtitles back to English? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Um, So yeah, we got the new wave. We both did. We we managed. All right. So you wanted to. Do you want me and Jacob to say our part of the story first before you... No, how about we get some quick zooms on these figures first? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big thing. So this wave consisted of um, Aura Singh and Koska Reeves, Tech, Zero from the Bad... Or not the Bad Batch, the Mandalorian, and General Lando Calrissian from Episode 6 on Endor. Here's the Tech figure. Okay, all I'm going to say, too, about the Tech, literally one of my new favorite figures just because when i came home and i got it and i was messing around with it i literally couldn't stop playing with it and posing it because i would pose it one way and i'd be like that's super cool and i'd pose it another way and it was like that's also awesome like it is such a cool figure in my opinion i just, it's outstanding um, um, we posed ours in the same exact way well it's really the only way you can pose them oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel the one thing as well that I was talking to Tom about is we, when the stream came out, we both watched it and then I went over to your dorm afterwards and we just trashed on it. We were like, this wave is awful. Like we're like not even happy with it. Like I'm only buying tech and Costco. It's all side characters. I know it's all side characters. It's all garbage. But Mm -hmm. then when it came out, we were like, okay, this is actually sick. Like Mm -hmm. we were a bit too negative. And then it. it caused a bunch of pain when it came to getting it. Okay, so it, it it caused pain, anguish. You mean me wanting to get action figures for my collection caused pain? Yeah, <laughs> suffering. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's what happened with Jacob and I. So, as the majority of you know, when Yak posts, he posts the SKU numbers to track the shipments of these figures coming in. So we have literally been checking constantly because ever since people uh, posted on the West Coast and then in the South that they were getting it. We knew that the shipments were going to come up North soon where, we're, where we are. So we were just checking, checking, checking all the time because one of the Walmarts in our area got them, but then uh, Yak posted it and I actually ended up messaging the dude and he's a local PA collector. And he was just telling me that he did the same thing as us, but then he just got lucky because he lives in that area for work. So we stopped by after work to drive back. And then, so we've been checking costly. It had to be weeks later. We finally got a hit. We finally, like one hour before the Walmart closed, it was actually last week when we were wrapping up, um, when we were doing some editing actually for the show that just came out last week. My dad went on his phone really quick and saw that the Walmart like just had it in stock. And that was after you shortly left because you had to get your oil changed in your car. So we grabbed, I grabbed my dad and grabbed Jacob and like we beelined for Walmart as fast as we could. Wasn't on the shelf, so we went back to electronics and we were just kind of standing there. And there was a younger girl about my age probably working and she was helping out another customer and I was like, oh, like she might not know what we're talking about. She's also going to think we're stupid because when you walk up to a counter and you say, do you have a Star Wars figure in stock? You sound like an idiot half the time, <laughs> unfortunately for people our age. So luckily we had a manager who was walking by and saw us standing in line 
And then she was like, oh, like, how can I help you? And so we explained the situation, showed her the barcodes. And then she was like, how big is this box going to be? And like, what's it going to look like? And so I told her just because Walmart's been back on all their stuff. So they had a lot of pallets in the back full of items. So she had to be gone for maybe 10, 15 minutes. And she came back with the box and we were literally so excited. We got, well, we got everything for the big master collection in the back. And then I just got the second tech for my personal collection that I have. And I just canceled my tech and I'm just going to wait for Costco to come through Pulse. But so happy. Like we got home, we were posing the figures and messing with it. I was so extremely happy. And then we'll actually talk about these two figures so we don't forget them later. But I'll switch over to Tom's side of the story. So, Walmart, you let me down. Oh, the things I do for the Black Series. <laughs> it, so, here's the deal. We use, uh, I'm sure, did you mention it was called BrickSeek? Mm, yeah, mm. so we use, that, but yeah. we use a website called BrickSeek. And what you can do is you can look at Walmart's database or Target's database or pretty much any big retailer. Mm -hmm. if, you have the, if you have the barcode number yes. for an item, you type in the barcode number, you put in your home zip code, and it shows you a list of all the Walmarts closest to like however far out mile radius of you. Mm -hmm. And it tells you how many of that item you have in stock. So there is a general barcode for all of the Black Series um, that I was, well, that's a that's the um, SKU number. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. It works for all the Black Series as well. But yeah. it, you can use this thing not just to track Black Series. You yeah. can track any item that any retailer gets. Like, are you looking for a couch? You can go get your couch. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, designer couch, you know, new couch drop. Gucci couch, Gucci couch drop. <laughs> No, the the website was originally made for Lego through the name Brickseek, but you can use it to track any shipment. So I had seen that the Walmart that we go to had it's six plus, which means they had just gotten the new shipment of the figures. Mm -hmm. So I said it was at nighttime when I saw it. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna go up right when they open at 6 a.m. tomorrow, and I'm just gonna go up there and I'm gonna get the figures, and all will, all will be well. I was wrong. <laughs> so first, I, I made five total trips to Walmart in a matter of under 24 hours. And I made two or three. And I also made no, two. I made two because I was checking for you. Yeah. And we made two because we went in the morning of the one day and then I went after work when you gave me the money. And then Jacob time. took another trip for me. Mm -hmm. Yes. So altogether, that's what? Like eight too trips. Too many. That's too many too trips many. to Walmart in under, in under 24 hours. So I go there right when they open. And I walked, I beeline to the toy section. Dude, I woke up at 5 a.m., rolled out of bed, hoodie, sweatpants, drive up to tar Walmart. I get there, and I'm standing outside for like 20 minutes. They open the doors. I beeline for the toy section. Nothing. And I'm like, okay, I kind of expected this. That's normally how it goes. I go back to the electronics. There's no one there because they just opened. So I see a gentleman walking around the area stocking shelves in like the um school supplies area mm -hmm. and i go hey i'm looking for these items blah 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 I give him the whole spiel about um, i'm looking for these items it says you have them on stock i have the barcodes you can scan them for your scanner he scans them it says they have eight in the back so he goes okay i'm gonna go check hang out right here he's gone for about 15 minutes comes back and he goes hey man i just can't find them we're really behind on truck like unloading trucks right now can you like come back later? And I said, yeah, no problem. So I go home, I eat breakfast, I get ready for, you know, I work two jobs, so I'm pretty much gone all day during the week. Um, so I get ready for, you know, I get all my stuff packed for the day, lunch, dinner, all that. I drive back to Walmart around nine o'clock. I go back there and this time I go and I check the toy section. Again, there's nothing. And then I go back to the electronics again. And there's a gentleman back there, um, and he's in line. I'm in the I'm in line with about four people, and there's an old man at the front of the line, who is on the phone with his bank because his card won't work on the card reader. And I'm just sitting there like I don't have that much time, but I don't want to act impatient, so I'm just waiting in line. Fifteen minutes I stand in the line. Then another employee comes over, starts helping other people in the line while this, this other gentleman helps the old guy. Mm -hmm. So then I find that other worker 
and he's like over by the furniture and I'm like, Hey man, I'm looking, I give him the whole thing that I gave the first dude about barcodes, all that. You guys have the items, the whole thing. He goes, okay, yeah, let me see. He scans them and he goes, okay, yeah, let's go check the toy section. And I'm like, this is like my number one pet peeve is like, I know they're not there cause I just looked, mm-hmm. I would know if they're there, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm not going to, not going to complain. You know, I'd rather have you help me than not help me. Mm-hmm. So he takes me back. Uh, to the toy section, we look, of course, the pegs are empty, you know, so then he radios someone that works in that area of the store. A woman comes over, she does not look happy, and so he goes, hey, are you almost done with all the toy pallets for the shipment? And she goes, I haven't even gotten close, I have like 30 pallets left to do. And then he looks at me and he goes, hey man, uh, so we're not allowed to do freight after 10 o'clock a.m., so... You need to come back tomorrow. And I said, okay, come back tomorrow, like, when? And he goes, as early as possible. And I said, so when you guys open at 6 a.m.? And he goes, yes, that would be ideal. And I go, all right, thank you guys. Thank you so much for helping me. And I leave. I come to work, and Jackson's there, and my manager's there. And I tell them what happened, and they both go, they lied to you. And I'm like, huh? And they go, yeah, that, that's a lie. They can do freight all day long. Yeah. And I was like, you're kidding. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, wait a minute. That does make sense. Yeah. Pretty much everyone can stock shelves whenever. Mm-hmm. And they force you to. As an ex-Walmart employee, you do stock shelves all day. Yes. So I was pretty upset, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go there tomorrow, and they're going to be on the shelf, and I'm going to get them. Honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> I may as well have gotten in the clown car to go to Walmart, because, <laughs> because it, it just my misfortune just continues. Next morning, I wake up 5.20, roll out of bed, hoodie, sweatpants, different hoodie and sweatpants, because I'm not disgusting. I drive up to Walmart in my, in my, you know, my minivan, driving up to Walmart. <laughs> I get there, get out, right at 6, I beeline for the toy section, nothing on the pegs. I'm like, that's okay, because they'll have them in the back. I run over to the electronics, I stand there for about five minutes, nobody there. I turn around, I draw my phone, I turn around. And I see two gentlemen stalking near the automotive section. Mm-hmm. Walk over to them. I'm like, hey, man, to the younger dude. I'm looking for these. I give him the whole thing all over again. And I say, I have the barcodes. He goes, yeah, let me scan them. He scans them and he goes, oh, there's eight in the back. And he goes, okay, let's um, let's go check the toy section. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. I'm like being super polite. And as we're walking there, there's one of the store managers walking by. And so he goes, oh, this this woman is one of our managers like she can help you and so i go oh sweet so he explains the situation to her he's like you know this guy he was told to come back today from yesterday and we still don't have the product on the shelf and she's like okay yeah no problem she goes we're really backed up right now because we had a lot of people call off this morning and i was like yeah like i'm super understanding about that stuff there's nothing you can do about people calling off so um she scans the barcode she goes, okay, I'm going to go get them from the back. Come with me. So I wait by the arts and crafts section. She's in the back for probably 25, almost 30 minutes. She comes back and she with nothing. And I'm like, dang it. And she goes, I can't find them back there. She goes, we just don't have enough stuff like unloaded from the back on the shelves yet. So can you come back around 10 o'clock? And I was like, yeah, I can't do that because I work at 10, but I can come back at nine. And she goes, well, we can't, we probably won't have them there till at least 10 o'clock at the earliest. She goes, I'll take your name and your phone number down and I'll give it to the manager who's in charge of that section of the store and we'll put them on hold for you when they get out of the back. And I'm like, sweet. I kind of thought she was lying just to like get me out of there, but she took my name and my number down and then I left the store. I came back at like 9.15 and I go, I check the toy section, nothing again. I go back to the electronics again, and then I'm standing in line, and there's an older gentleman there. I ask him if he can go to the back. This is like the fifth time I've given somebody the barcodes, scanned the barcodes. He goes to the back. 15 minutes later, comes back. He gives me again. I I can't find him, but I talked to a guy, in another younger guy in the back. He'll meet you at the sporting goods section, and he can help you. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Maybe this older gentleman, like, he told me he didn't know that, that section of the store, so, like... He didn't know what he was looking for. Maybe this guy does. I go over to the sporting goods section, and there's another guy there with his kid in the cart. And out comes this employee. Can you explain him as well for context, also regarding the camera, really quick? 
So this camera that we're recording with right now, we bought last week on Best Buy's website. Yes. Mm-hmm. They had the same camera at Walmart for $30 cheaper. Mm-hmm. We went to get the camera and there was this whiny employee yeah. who just everything he said was about how much he hated his job and, oh, everything sucks. And, and like, you know, as a, someone who works customer service, I'm very partial to that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know how to not get annoyed. But, oh, my Lord, this guy was annoying. Everything yeah. he said was, like, in, like, a frantic complaining, oh, and then, and then, and then, and then, everything sucks, and they don't have the keys. So he couldn't unlock the case for the camera, and he tried to get his manager to do it, and it wouldn't work. And so he told me, he told all of us to just leave and that we couldn't buy the camera. Yeah. yeah. We wanted to buy the camera, and we couldn't. So, oh, I also wanted to mention... The first day that I went to the Walmart, mm-hmm. Jackson went after work for me because mm-hmm. I go f- straight from one job to the other. So I don't have yeah. time to stop at a store. So Jackson went and stopped for me and they didn't have anything. So Jackson ended up talking to the management. Yes. So the Walmart he's complaining about is the Walmart Jacob and I actually used to work at, which is funny. And so the our manager actually ended up like coming to help me just because I was talking to a guy and he had no clue. He was like, I really don't know what to tell you, man. And he was making a legitimate, honest effort. I was like, yeah. hey, man, not trying to be that guy, but could you just get your manager for me, please? It's like, I just really want to try to get this. And I was like, trying to really get the fix. And so my uh, old manager came up to me. She didn't even recognize me. So, hallelujah. <laughs> and then, like, literally, I was like, it's Star Wars figures. And she's like, don't have them. And then she was like, with her friend as well and they're basically like the number two in the store so if they like they would know and they were just complaining about like we've been behind blah 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 like it might still be in the back won't be out till next morning so that was basically all that i got so continue with your end so yeah so i kind of want to wrap this up quick but you know like i um take your time you're fine (laughs) so i go back um at like 9 15 the older gentleman. And so this whiny employee, it's him. And I recognize him right away because he just has this just depressed look on his face. And he goes, which of you is the guy? And I'm like, uh, the, the dude in the cart and I are like kind of looking at each other. And I'm like, uh, I got sent over from electronics. And he goes, let me see the barcodes. I'm like, oh, Lord. So I show him the barcodes and he scans one. I had all the barcodes for all the figures on a picture from Yak Face. Yes. For some reason, the top one didn't work with my Walmart. Only the the one for Lando did. So he scanned the top one. He goes, nope, don't have them. And I go, well, sir, everyone else scanned this one, and it showed you at eight in the back. And then that made him... Camera's just out of focus. Oh, okay. And that made him really mad for some reason. So he... um, We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. We got right? it back. We got it. We got it. Okay. Camera, thank you. Um, So, <laughs> so I... um. I'm like, okay, like, it made him really mad. And he goes, well, you know, we don't have the, the, the truck says we get them. Sometimes we don't actually get them. And every, it just shows how much our system sucks. And he's just going on and on and on. And he goes, let's check the toys. And I'm like, there's no way. So he takes me back to the toys and he pounds on the peg where the figs are supposed to be. And he goes, see, nothing here. And I'm like dude, I know there's nothing here, but I'm just sitting there like being quiet. And then he grabs like a 50th anniversary or a 40th empire Luke, like the Bespin one. He goes, yeah. scans it. This should only be five ninety nine, And he throws it on the, on like the aisle on the floor. And I'm like, what is going on right now? And so I go, you know what? I'm just going to be nice to this guy and leave because I don't want to be here. And I was like, Hey man, like I really appreciate you like, you know, talking to me and like helping me out. And he goes, yeah. And I was like, okay, so I just dip. I'm out of there. At this point, I'm just really frustrated because I've mm-hmm. taken four trips to Walmart. Jackson's taking a trip for me. So then it's like 10, 15. Jacob had just taken his driver's test, which, mm-hmm. congratulations, Jacob, on passing your driver's test. So right after that, I went to the Walmart and I ran in just to like check in the back. I went back to electronics and I did the thing with the barcodes. But this time, the guy that was helping me goes, you know, um, we're not actually allowed to go in the back to get out products. You have to wait till it comes out and for some reason that ticked me off and i was just like you know what no you guys are selling them out the back obviously they've been in the back for the past three days and y'all can't do nothing about it you suck bye (laughs) and i just walked out fuming i was like this man did not just tell me off like that so jacob and so jackson and i were at work again yeah and so jacob lets us know what happened at walmart 
And Jackson looks at me and he goes, you need to call the store because this is ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. So I call the store. And so I hit on the menu to speak to an associate. The phone rings for probably 10 minutes before I'm like, I'm not going to get a hold of anybody. So I ring the store again. I get electronics on the phone. It's this guy who speaks pretty broken English. And he's like, how can I help you? And I go, hey, I would like to speak to someone in management, please. And he goes, okay. And he forwards me to speak to an associate again. I sit there for another 10 minutes and someone finally answers the phone. And I go... I would just like to speak to someone in management, please. And she goes, okay, yeah, no problem. I She patches me through to management. Phone rings for another five minutes. Manager picks up the phone. Turns out it's the manager that's in charge of the toy section, and she recognized my phone number because the other manager had actually given her my name and phone number earlier. Mm-hmm. So that made me feel like really good that like something right was going on. Mm-hmm. So I explained the whole thing. I wasn't rude because I understand like, you know, angry customers and like how annoying that is to be someone that's like, well, I didn't do that. So why are you yelling at me? Mm -hmm. But I was like, listen, I've been here four times now. My friend took a trip up for me. Every time I go up there, you guys tell me to come back and you're giving me different information every time I show up. And it's just getting really frustrating because I just want to give you my money. (laughs) And like, it's just tough because I I just, I just want these items and I, that's all I need. And she... So she goes, okay, I read her off one of the barcodes and she goes, I'm going to the back and I'm going to find them. So she goes, stay on the line. I'm on hold. Doesn't the dude from electronics pick up the phone? Somehow I don't know how this happened. So he picks up the phone and goes, hello, sir. How can I help you today? And I'm like, I just spoke to you. I was just on the line with management. And so... I sit on the phone. I have to go through the whole hold process again for another 15 minutes. So at this point, I've been on the phone for such a long time. And I finally get back to the manager. She tells me she has them. She pulls the figures that I'm looking for, which was everyone except Lando, because I already had him, thanks to you guys. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and she goes, can you meet me at the fitting rooms? And I'm like, excuse me? She goes, the fitting rooms. I'm like, yeah, no problem. So... I go to the fitting rooms. She, I felt like I was dealing cocaine. Like, she hands me the figures, like, under the little desk at the fitting rooms. And I'm like, thank you so much. Like, I appreciate this so much. And the way she made it sound, it really did sound like... Because she asked me on the phone how quick I could get to Walmart. And, like, how far away I was. So I think that... Because, you know, it is technically, like first come first serve if it's supposed to mm-hmm. go up on the shelf and because I technically didn't have the items on hold I think that there really are employees at that well we know there are there are yes. employees at that Walmart that t- that hide the figures when they come in and then they sell them out the back door to specific people and then those people go and resell the figures yeah. yes. as you said it wasn't in the back it was in the fitting room area and it was hiding somewhere. someone had hidden away the figures mm-hmm. yeah and so that was deliberately done there's no question about that and so at the end of the day, it's just like if you're going to get figures from like a big box store like Walmart like that, um, my advice is really to just be careful. And take your business elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, don't don't use Walmart. Like I, I really, I told Jacob and Jackson, yeah. I don't care if that Walmart ever has like anything again. Like if they have an exclusive like in stock or anything, I'm never going to that Walmart to buy figures no ever again because that was such a waste of my time a waste of my gas like I was just so frustrated at the end of it and it's like I never want to have that experience again but that's not every Walmart because mm-hmm. the one that they went to it the was manager like, was nice mm-hmm. and one and done and so now we know to go back there mm-hmm. and that Walmart has been rated one of the best in the country on multiple occasions exactly and it shows and the stupid part is is that the Walmart that he's talking about the management, if you are considered the best in your area, the management, they get a raise. They get a boost. So they always try to do their best to make their Walmart better. But that the Walmart that he was going to, they're stupid because they think that the only way that they're going to get better than the best Walmart is by stocking only groceries and paper chem, which is like your detergents, your paper towels, and toilet paper. And that is all they stock, and that is all they get in for shipments. They neglect the idea that if you stock more products in your store everybody's going to be happy. Not just the people that want their groceries. Yeah. So we could, they might as well, that Walmart might as well just be a grocery store because they never had anything at all. So Walmart sucks. 
But just that one in particular. Some other Walmarts aren't aren't that bad. Just yeah, my advice to collectors: just be careful, like yes. with what stores you're going to. If you are going out of your way and like rearranging your schedule to like um, to get figures, then then really be careful about where you go. Know the reputation of the stores in mm-hmm. your area, and really um, call ahead. You know, see yeah. if people can find stuff in the back before you get there. Um, instead of doing what I did and mm-hmm. wasting a ton of your time and it makes me tired. I'm just tired and I'm I'm exhausted. We mm-hmm. gotta go quick to end because Jacob has to get to work. I gotta so get we to gotta work. show these really quick. So we got Carter Jackson, Luke Skywalker, <laughs> bought it from the Disney store. It's Suck not at that... pulse people. Because we got him first. And I'm getting them all next week. Next week on the show, Darth Maul comic series. Dude, dude, Boom. lightning round, lightning round. Lightning round, we got, we got Luke, he's got the Salamari. The Salamari is a lizard that was able to neglect the effects of the Force that Thrawn used against Luke Skywalker in the uh, Air to the Empire books, written by Timothy Zahn, the same guy that writes the Thrawn books now. And I got a speeder bike. He got a speeder bike. Speeder bike. You and won. by the way, guess what else? There's a Mandalorian gallery episode talking about the last episode of season two of the Mandalorian. Talking, talking about, about how the they Luke did Skywalker Luke Skywalker cameo. Yeah, the Luke Skywalker cameo, which we don't know if it was a deep fake or if it was CG or we don't know. We're we gonna just, find out. We just August, guess, uh, August 25th. August 25th. Yes. August 25th. Exclusively on Disney Plus. Yes. No games. No games. No games from EA. No games no from game. EA. No games from EA. They suck. EA. Nope. No games until Star Wars Celebration 2022. It's okay because we have Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Oh, wait, we don't. Oh, wait, we, we don't. We don't know if that's ever going to come out at this point because it's been neglected for like about a year now and it's been pushed back indefinitely. But guess what? It's okay because we have. Uh, a new thing going on with the podcast. We're going to start doing collaborations like every few weeks. And we have our first one we're recording tonight and it's going to go up Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday. So every, depending on how good it goes. And if it doesn't go well and you don't see a video up, then you know it went absolutely horrible. Yeah. So, so guess what? Thank you for watching the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars uh, universe. This is 1313 Podcast. I'm Tommy. I'm Jacob. I'm Jackson. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, Apple Podcasts now, uh, Google Podcasts. Every, every podcast. And you can find podcasts on it. You can listen to us. Share and like. Bye. Bye. Leave a comment. All right, go get ready for